ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Utah, give me two. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in. It's a Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. We are live. Sorry for the delay. We're 10 minutes late. That's on me. Sometimes that happens. Usually someone else is late. But, you know, everybody gets a turn. We're live here, Mike Virginia, Britton Allen, and it is time to talk fantasy baseball. We're post-trade deadline, so that's fun. Uh, Mikey Virginia, your Orioles, you know, they didn't get too crazy. They kept it real. You know, smooth sailing. Added Jack Flaherty, nothing too crazy. How you feel right now with two months to go? Because this show is about locking in with two months to go. Yeah, I feel good, man. I was going into this uh, deadline. Uh, I wanted to hang on. I've been saying it all over Twitter. If you follow me at MKB, MKB Fantasy on Twitter or X, um, I did not want to get a, get rid of Connor Norby. I didn't want to get rid of Kobe Mayo, Houston Kerstad, or um, Jackson Holiday. And... Uh, so long as we came in a deadline with those four guys, I was happy to add the fifth starter and Jack Flaherty. Um, wish we would have added a bullpen arm, but I also didn't want to trade any of these guys just to trade them. So kudos, Michael Elias. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Britton, I guess, you know, we never really talk about this. You don't, do you have a team? Because we don't really talk about your baseball team. No, I don't. I just love baseball in general. Like I grew up in Jackson, Tennessee, which is a small town in between Memphis and Nashville. And like, I grew up watching the Braves because that was on TBS or whatever Ted Turner owned at that time. But uh, my grandfather, the first baseball game I ever went to was at uh, St. Louis Cardinals within the old Bush stadium with my grandfather. So I've always kind of liked the St. Louis Cardinals, but uh, you know, I, I don't really have a team. I just, uh, I just like baseball in general, but I have to say, guys, just off the jump, I just want to get it out there. I'm freaked out. Freaked out. Like not in a good, not in a good Missy Elliott kind of get your freak on way a little bit. Like More like this? I mean, that's pretty freaky. Exactly like that. Last <laughs> night, my oldest daughter went to a slumber party. And so my youngest daughter and my wife went to bed early. So I had the entire living room to myself. It's like nine o'clock and this never happens. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch a rated R movie. Ooh. Ooh, that's exciting. So I turn on HBO and the movie I watched is called hereditary. Have y'all seen or heard of this movie? I've heard of it. Nope. Uh, I don't do scary movies, not because I'm scared. I just think they're stupid. So, well, this one uh, was so scary. Like I, at a couple points during the movie, I got up and like, I went and turned on a lamp, like in the corner of the room. And then at one point I got up and I went to the, I went to the kitchen and turned on the light in the kitchen. And at the end of the movie, uh, Tony Collette stars in, it's called Hereditary. At the end of the movie, when, when the credits, I, I said out loud to the television, what, 
the fuck <laughs> and i and i and i'm still in that state whatever of motherfucker weirdness but if you're into scary movies go check out hereditary preferably during the day mason but says messed up movie he's with you Britton. mason understands what you went through Woo. I'm a, I'm a big scary movie guy. I actually like some of them. I'm kind of with Michael for majority of them are stupid. I did like the uh, the Conjuring series except for the last one. The last one kind of sucked. And I also liked the uh, Insidious. I didn't see the new one yet. So I'll have to check this one out, Britton. Yeah, I like the yeah one. this yeah th- this this one is creepy. Yeah, it's probably diaper time for you, right? <laughs> What's the time? Diaper time. What's the time? Diaper time. Hopefully you didn't shit your pants. But if you did, it's okay. It's a perfectly natural thing that happens. All right, today it's all about two months to go. We're going to help you guys lock in with two months to go here on the Palazzo Podcast. Two L's, two Utah. Utah's. Give me two. As always, it's time for the business of the day. So let's get it fired up here. Talk about what's going on. A little housekeeping. You know, we used to do Mr. Belvedere for this one. You know, housekeeping. Mr. Belvedere. Although... People said he wasn't a housekeeper; he was a butler. But they weren't rich people. You got to be rich to have a butler, right? Yeah, that is true. He was a he was a butler though. He was not a butler. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a housekeeper. Yeah, he was a living man. He, he, he was he was British. He's a butler. If he, if he was American, he'd be a housekeeper. Wow, dude, <laughs> that's how it works. Okay, so that's news to me. All right, well, hey, what can I tell you? Oh, by the way, Mason still—you just freaked Mason out for the day. The grandma in the movie. Hereditary. Oh, dude, don't. I, 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 I can't. I can't go there, man. It, don't ruin it for me. I want to watch it. No spoilers. I, I, no, no, no spoilers, but. Tony Collette is known, says well, Chad. Chad's here in the live chat. You guys can all jump in the live chat anytime. Tony Collette is known in my household for the single most embarrassing bad performance in a TV show of all time. <gasps> That's pretty harsh words, Chad. Can you guess the role, says Chad. Hey, Britain, can you guess the worst TV performance of all time by Tony Collette? I, I can't. I, I know she was in like The Sixth Sense, and she's in uh, uh, Miss Sunshine, and like in a bunch of good movies. But I don't remember her ever being in a TV show. She did a show called United States of Tara. I don't know if it was good or not. Oh, I'm just guessing, Chad. I have no idea. Anyways, it's the business time portion of the show. Yo, Mike did his first weekly preview show last Sunday. We really want to get you guys. I mean. Truth be told, we probably should have started this in April. You know, most people have left for football. But, you know, Mike, you know, we've had a new regime here. We've had a change. But Mike's going to grind to the very end of this season because that's what champions do, right? That is correct. Yeah, I'm super pumped about this show moving forward at 4 p.m. and doing kind of like a a preview show going into next week. We'll talk about, you know, um, next week, two start pitcher streams. We'll talk about hitter matchups to exploit. All the things that we're going to be talking about today later on in the show, but on a week-to-week basis. This Sunday, make sure you guys check check us out at 4 p.m. Eastern right here on the Palazzo Podcast YouTube channel. It's going to be myself and Tyler London of Back Pick Fantasy. Great guy. If you guys aren't following him, make sure you guys check it out. Uh, I'm excited. He's excited. It should be a good show. Hell yeah. Definitely check it out. 4 p.m. Eastern time, Sunday. All your questions will be answered. Mike answered a ton of questions last Sunday. Plus, we'll get Tyler London in here. I talked to him the other night after you told me that he was going to be on the show. And uh, he went to Pepperdine, which is one of the most beautiful campuses in all the nation. I've heard, anyways. That's the rumor. So, um, 
Yeah, it's on it's on the cliffs in California overlooking the Pacific Ocean. I don't know how anyone goes to class, but apparently they do at Pepperdine. I love wow. rumors. It's gorgeous. Very gorgeous. But more than that, Tyler London and Mikey live 4 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss the show. Get your ass to Mars. Uh, Britain, what's going on with It's Gone this week? Or what happened last week? Uh, I talked about uh, uh, my fab. Like, basically, I'm in some NFBC leagues. I have fab, and fab runs at night on Sunday. So I just go through the players that I'm targeting. And one of them, Michael uh, Govier, was Trey Cabbage. And let's just say that didn't age well because you guys are big cabbage. Guys. Yeah, because then they angels make all the trades and completely eliminate. But yeah, he was like my headliner was you know Tyler Ward got hurt. Uh, Mike Trout still has stitches in his hand from his handmade bone. I was like, go get Trey Cabbage from Knoxville, Tennessee. Shout out to Knoxville, Tennessee. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah, so that. that, that that didn't age well, but I uh, love Trey Cabbage too. You know. It didn't age well because the trade happened. It sucks. He was gonna be, you know. We'll talk about this. Why don't we just? I'm sick of saying we'll talk about this. I'm talking about it right now. Mickey Moniak's got some issues with his heel. He's got a sore heel, so maybe Trey Cabbage could still sneak in here, Britain. It's not all lost. Man, he was he was looking so good in the minor leagues. A 2020 guy with two months left to go in the minor league season, or a month left, whatever it is, but. Yeah, power, speed, but, you know, that's how it happens. Hell yeah. Well, look, either way, check out It's Gone, Sports Ethos. We did a great trade deadline show. Britain was on it, too. I was on it the other day. Joe Orico, we had a great time, a lot of fun. Good times with yourself. Thanks again to Joe. Everybody was on the show. Vlad, Justin Mason, et cetera. We had a really good time. We really did. Talking trade deadline, it's a hoot. It never gets old talking baseball. So make sure you check out Sports Ethos if you've never experienced it. They're growing, and they know what they're doing. And Joe Orico's a great follow. Follow him on Twitter. I think it's JoeOrico99 off the top of my head or something like that. You'll find him. Because I did learn, Britton and Mike, there's two Joe Oricos. There's a famous fantasy football one, and then there's the Joe Orico I know in baseball. We have two of them, and they're both in fantasy sports. Weird. Very strange. That is quite a coincidence, and frankly, it's a little suspicious. <laughs> uh, by the way, Chad says the show was called Hostages. It also had Tate Donovan and Dylan McDermott, but Tony spent most of the entire series with the most soulless, unenthusiastic performances ever. She often looked like a goldfish with human skin. That's disgusting. What the hell are you talking? Oh, that's nasty. That is nasty. And Chad says, bit of breaking news here. Joe Ryan to the IL. And Dallas Keuchel promoted to replace him? What? Dallas Keuchel's back in the majors? Yeah, that happened. Uh, Joe Ryan has a groin issue going on. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just, uh, hey, man, we need to, uh, this is a ghost IL stint here. This is just a, let's make some shit up so we can kind of rest you so you can get your head out of your ass. We'll talk about that in two seconds. But, yeah, it's been uh, it's been bad for Joe Ryan. That's putting it mildly. Oh, wow. Jamie also wants us, don't forget, football tonight. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game. The most pointless game that ever existed in all of human history. Lock that in. Take, take me. Take the under. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Who cares? Yeah, I'll see you when the regular season starts. Although I am conducting my first fantasy football draft. I'm currently in the Raz Bowl, which is fun. So if you're into that, go to the Discord. See what I did there? Come on by. Discord's totally free. We're rocking and rolling for fantasy football season as well. I know you baseball people hate hearing that, but, you know, you got to learn to deal with it. We have multiple facets to our personalities. There's a lot that we like about ourselves, including fantasy football. So come on by. Discord's totally free. Description 
you can find the link. Patreon, nobody signs up, but I still mention it all year. Maybe we'll get one more sign up in the baseball season before it's over for the stretch run. Do you want to close out? I'm here to help you. Uh, also, check out Mike's Substack. Mike is not only doing his notes for Twitter, but the Substack. You forgot to mention that, Mike. I did. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, every week I post, post it on my Twitter account. That's free. All you have to do is enter your email. You get it sent to your email inbox as well whenever I post. Uh, I'm trying to do a little bit more content, especially when football season comes out, some college football, more stuff to come. But at the same time, too, make sure you guys check that out. Subscribe. Help you out when your leagues. Hey, Frankie. Sharing. It's a rule now. That's right. Sharing kids caring. Uh, lastly, Sarah Sanchez. I forgot to tribute her because I did her show last week, and it's called uh, <laughs> What the Fab? What the Fab? So please check out What the Fab, okay? It's a fun show. We talked about the trade deadline preview last week, and then I hopped on, even though I was moving yesterday for like a half hour to cover the AL portion with my guy, Mr. Dr. Mike Carter and Sarah Sanchez to check out what happened post-trade deadline. So please check out Sarah Sanchez. Please follow her on Twitter. She's part of Baseball HQ. She works all over the place, and What the Fab is a lot of fun, and people like to have fun, okay? So don't sleep on What the Fab. Please rate it, review it, subscribe, connect with Sarah. She's so much fun to talk to. She really knows her stuff. You can follow her on what used to be known as Twitter at what the fab. Of course, F A A B, not fab like. Okay, uh, I guess that's Sarah, Sarah's a really good fantasy player too. I'm actually in a draft champions league with her, with Frank Stample, Joe Arico, Kevin Hastings. Um, and she's in like six in that league and, and going pretty strong. She's She knows what she's doing. Hell yeah, she does. She won Glarf outright last year. For those of you who don't know, Great Lakes Area Roto Fantasy League is part of Earth. There's 10 different regions, tons of analysts in this. She won Glarf on the final day with a miracle on the final day of the season last year. It was awesome. Good for her. She definitely knows what she's doing. So make sure you follow Sarah and what the fab. All right, there it is. That's the business time portion of the show, I believe. Uh, I also forgot to mention Baseball Pods. He has a list of his top prospects, or like a huge dynasty list, top 500 that he did a couple weeks ago. And I forgot to mention on the show, and the business time portion is about mentioning things like that. So please check out Baseball Pods on what used to be known as Twitter. Also, BaseballPods.com. But if you go to his Twitter, you'll also find his website. It's Baseball-Pods, I believe. All right, gentlemen, business is closed. Let's move into leading off. Go Tigers. No, not go Tigers. <laughs> tigers suck. All right. We always give you the catch of the day here and the leading off portion. Good. Our first catch of the day. Mike, what do you got for us this week here on the Plato Podcast? Yeah, so since we already talked about it briefly, we're going to jump right into Joe Ryan. Um, and I, I want to know, my question on here is, who hurt Joe Ryan? Because the guy has been absolutely awful since, really, since the whole month of July, even dating back into June. So since, the, I'm already, you guys ready for these numbers? Since June 22nd, which, is, which, which was his shutout that he pitched, he has an 8.63 ERA with 31 earned runs in 32 and a third innings, including 17 home runs allowed. Jesus, Pete! Wow. For a guy, for a guy who started off so strong, and I was really high on Joe Ryan going into the year. He was one of my sleeper pitchers going into the season. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by how many home runs this guy gives up. Um, 
Do you guys own any shares of Joe Ryan? And what do you do with him? Are you holding on to him? Do you move on? You know, you can't drop him, right? So what do you, what do, you do with him? What are you doing, Britton? Do you have any shares? I do, but I have them in draft champions leagues. So, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't drop them. So you just have to, you know, take them out of lineup, see what happens and plug them in. If you're in a 12-team redraft, uh, you, you try to make bench space. And I actually had a little bit of hope for him because his two he's got – well, he's on the IL now, so this is all mood, I guess. But he has a two-step that's like, the, no offense, the Tigers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like please, bring it. Oakland. Yeah, two-step against yeah. the Tigers all day long. So I might take a look at Dallas Keuchel. If he gets that two-step, it's literally like the best two starts you can get. So, yeah, take Joe. Don't, don't drop him. Put him on your bench and, you know, see what it better happens. be perfect. Yeah, I'm he, calling my dad. You better not screw us, dude. What about Charles here, yep. uh, Mike? Since I have Joe Ryan, could put him on the IL. Should I add Paxton or Yuri in this Joe Ryan situation? Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I tried. I tried so hard not to put Yuri Perez in this show. And, uh, oh yeah, that, that that's a that's a Chad Plant. I guarantee some <laughs> one of the mics put him up to that. I know how this works. Suspicious. Oh, weird. It's so worth suspicious. noting. Yeah, it's worth noting that uh, I always forget how to pronounce her name. The GM of the Marlins, um, Kim Ang, had yes, um, had recommend had said that they're going to continue to find a path for him to get to Miami. And Edward Cabrera was just was just optioned, so oh, okay. there is a spot in the rotation. Yeah, he's so, he's totally um, gone now. Let me tell you something. Yes, suspect. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, to answer your question, uh, Charles, uh, right now I'm going to take the guy who's in the, in the majors and I'm going to take James pa- Paxton, but I would find a way to stash Yuri if I could. So Okay. That's fair. Uh, Chad also says, Sarah Sanchez is in my pod for the Fantasy Six Pack Series where I'm just one spot ahead of her. Tight race going on there. Chad also says, Cueto just had another dud too for the Marlins. Wah, wah, wah. Well, I mean, Johnny Cueto is never going to do what he did last year. <laughs> Joe Ryan, I think I have one share, Mike, and that's in my – it's a Yahoo league that is basically free just for fun, like friends league, so I could – it's not a big deal, whatever. But I don't have any other shares, so I guess I'm off the hook. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm I'm bummed about it, but uh, hopefully, you know, he gets his groin right and he can come back and, and uh, do some things for me because I need him in, uh, in one of my in – my, in my home league, so. Yes, you do. Um, moving forward um, – Wilmer Flores, I don't know if you guys saw, he went three for four again yesterday. And I feel like every time I read about Wilmer Flores, everyone's like, ah, it, it's not a thing. He's not for real. Like we see this every year from him, but the dude just continues to hit. So he hit three, 375 over the past two weeks after hitting 383 in July. So are you guys, if, if, if Wilmer Flores is available, plus he's got three position eligibility, San Francisco looking to make a playoff push. What do you guys do with, with Wilmer Flores? That's a guy who's always going to go streak and streak and streak. By the way, did you hear about the Marlins guy? I heard this on Dad Libertard. He's streaked. I mean, first off, a streaker is someone who's nude. They're not just a streaker to me. Like, you got to be naked if you're streaking. Mm-hmm. It's different if you're just streaking across the field. But supposedly, he got over the center field fence after running out of the field and got away. It was pretty exciting. That rarely happens. Usually, you see some guy get crushed. Wow. Well, actually, you don't see the video because oh. they think by – I did see that. You did see that. You think by hiding yeah, – or they think if you hide the video that people won't jump on the field, which is just – Dude, we got mm-hmm. cell phones everywhere, you idiots. You're so – people are so dumb. Anyways, right. I am uh, – I would enjoy the Wilmer Flores ride. I tried to pick him up in a few leagues last weekend. I didn't quite do it because I was too cheap. But certainly, I'll, I'll ride it. 
I'll ride him till he goes cold, and that'll eventually happen. But he is always good oh, yeah. for a streak every year, Britain. Wilmer Flores is good for some quality hits. I love Wilmer Flores. Uh, but the problem is the San Francisco Giants, right? They're all about the analytics. They're the team out more than anybody that plays matchups, lefty, righty, like, and every, and that's just the basic stuff, but everything beyond that. Like, so out of six games, he'll play four or, or start four, and that's, that's fine. But, you know, it, it, because he's been hot, so he's going to maximize uh, his plate appearances when he gets them. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's been hot lately, so go pick him up and ride it out. But it's not going to last, and his playing time is about 70% of what, what you want it to be. Oh, And it's worth, it's worth noting, too, that Tyro Estrada could be back later this week. So if he's available in your league and someone dropped him, uh, I would go out and stash him right away. He should be back by this weekend. That's what the Giants telecast said earlier in the week. So uh, if he's available... Uh, might be might be looking at. I know he's not didn't have as great as a year that he did last year, but he's somebody just worth mentioning, especially if you lost Bo Bichette. So, oh, oh yeah. I thought we were going to be fine with that. By the way, everything was fine. That's what I heard too. And then they said they're going to give him a couple days to see how it goes, and then they decided to put him on the ten day. So he could be back soon. Yeah, maybe it's just to kind of play it safe with him. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, you know, weird things happen. It's a weird game, and crazy stuff happens. I've never seen anything like this. Neither have I. Strange day out here at windswept fields. All right, what else we got, Mike? That's from uh, Britain's favorite movie, by the way, Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I fell asleep there for a second. What, can, can, what was that? Look at 14 oh, dongs, though. 14 dongs, a 300 average for Wilmer Flores in limited duty, of course. But just seeing this on a live stream, if you're on the YouTube, which you should be, subscribe, please, right now. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Look at the game log. He's on fire, just like Mike described. So everything tells me that this is the kind of guy that you ride until he finally passes away. In fact, well, wait a minute. No, I don't want him to die. I just mean until he <laughs> closes out the hot streak and he goes cold. He started to look like he didn't have any more power here, didn't hit a home run in five games, and then he hit one on Monday. So whatever. It, it, it'll end eventually, but for now, we toast. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally agree with both y'all's takes. Uh, if you need some need average or you need a guy, I mean, he's not really known for his power, but I mean, if you need a guy that can get you some hits, get, you know, boost your batting average, your MVP, whatever it may be, he's a guy to, to look at. So, um, but I'm going to ride the, ride that uh, wave until, until it crashes. So what about this one for Charles right quick live chat? We always try to give you guys carb launch. Peter Fairbanks or Ryan Presley, rest of season. Thanks, guys. Charles, we love you, buddy. Make sure you tell your friends to subscribe. Get your phone from every one of your kids and your family and subscribe to our YouTube and give us a five-star review on every possible podcast platform. Thank you very much, Charles. Uh, for me, it's Pete Fairbanks. But uh, I don't know how you guys feel about Ryan Presley, but uh, I'm going Fairbanks there. And it's, it's close, though, I will, I will say. Uh, I'll see. I was going Presley all the way just because he's the closer. Uh, and so – and Houston's a good team. And, you know, Pete Fairbanks has been injured on and off. I mean, it's close. They're both talented, but uh, I, I would go Presley. Break the tie, Govier. Who you got? Eh, I'll go Presley by hair, but you're right. It's pretty tight. And, you know, people kept adding, and they sometimes still do add Jason Adam, thinking he'll get another save again. I think he's still on 11 saves, and he's been on that number for a really long-ass time. Pete Fairbanks is the guy in Tampa. They're just not winning as much. Yeah, but I'll go Presley by here just because of the little bit more experience and a little bit more trustworthy. Fairbanks has been in and out of the lineup at times. That's it for me. 
There you go. Lock it in. All right. Next guy, Shane McClanahan dealing with forearm tightness. Um, yeah, there's, it seems pretty, this one seems pretty ominous. He flew back to get looked at. So yeah. And Jamie brought it up earlier. Does he hit the IL? Uh, I think it's almost, but certain if you, if you're, anytime you're flying back to go get looked at, that's usually not a good sign and forearm tightness is never good either. So, um, how would you guys pivot from this? Uh, and who are some guys that you could pop? You know, can't you can't replace a guy like Shane McClanahan on the waiver wire, obviously. But how do you guys? Uh, if he's let's just say worst case scenario, he needs Tommy John. He's out for the year. How do you how do you re- recover from that? You know the way Mike said, reminded me of Remember the Titans. Cannot replace oh. a Gary Bertier, and <laughs> you cannot replace a Shane McClanahan. You just can't. I agree. Uh, you try to do your best, fill the void. But it does sound like it's a real problem now. I thought McClanahan would bounce back. I even tweeted about three weeks ago when he left the game in June and then he waited eight days until he pitched again. And then he went on the IL after that with the back issue. I thought, okay, it's a back issue, but he'll be fine because Zach Eflin had a back, like almost the same thing, like back stiffness. And then Zach Eflin came back and he was awesome. That's putting him out there. So I may have conflated those two just because they're on the same team and they're good pitchers and it's possible McClanahan is not going to be viable for the rest of the fantasy season which means they would need him for the playoffs but if they fall apart there won't be any playoffs so I don't know this is a real mystery I would take a look at your waiver wire and see if Nestor Cortez is out there he's going to be activated on the Saturday so if oh. the Nestor Cort- the Nestor Cortez owner yeah, dropped him more than likely, unless you have a bunch of IL spots. So go see if old nasty Nestor. You gotta love Nestor, man, with that mustache and and he's just got the whole Yankees thing going. So that's one replacement I would I would look at. Yeah, and uh, Timothy in the live chat, Michael, if you want to bring that one up there, uh, brings up Cutter Crawford gets uh, Kansas City and Detroit next week, and that's a great bridge. Uh, Timothy, thanks for the uh, the comment there, and welcome. Uh, thanks for dropping that in there. I actually had Cutter Crawford in our show sheet here as a possible replacement. He's not Shane McClanahan, but he has pitched well as of recent. So, um, and those two matchups, you couldn't have asked for a better, you know, two start week. Can't so, do it. Um, some, Looking for really uh, well yesterday. He went five or six innings, no earned runs. And then he's got the great two (coughs) starts coming up. That's a great call, Timothy and Mike V. Cutter Crawford for the Red Sox. Love Tim. Tim's a Plotso original. Always pops in every like once every two months. Love seeing you, Tim. Thanks for enlightening us. Yeah, other guys I like too in this in this kind of group. And again, uh, they could be floating around in your waiver wire. Seth Lugo has looked pretty good recently, so racking up the K's. So mm-hmm. he's somebody that might 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 want to take a look oh, yeah. at. You say you say Kikuchi looked good against my O's the other night. So if he's available, maybe. Um, just giving you guys that could pot- potentially replace some of those K's uh, on your team that you're going to be missing with Shane McClanahan. So um, it sucks too because I feel like you know we already lost one with Jeffrey Springs earlier on in the year. Shane Russ McClanahan. Houston. Yeah, Rasmussen. I mean, th- these guys just keep falling apart, and they're known for they're they're, they're turning these guys from from you know from nothing into something. So, just kind of sucks that we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be missing Shane O'Mac here for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Chad said on this very show, I said the Rays rotation would implode. I just didn't think it would be all of their arms imploding. Chad also says I remember Govier laughing at me saying they would then miss the playoffs. Well, it's taken a lot of injuries, but I still think they're gonna make the playoffs. The Rays will be in the playoffs. I'm locking it in. I am not afraid to do it still when it's always darkest before the dawn. The Rays make the playoffs. There you go. 
There you go. Um, all right, moving on here. Next, we already t- kind of touched on it. Bo Bichette lands on the IL. Bo uh, Michael and I both have Bo. Yeah, uh, I love Bo. Um, my son's name actually is Bo. A little fun, little fun tidbit. Oh. Not after Bo Bichette. But, oh, yeah. shout out, little Bo. Yeah, so he's actually at daycare right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually his his middle name is mine. So we have a gentleman in my family where the, uh, you know, my middle name is my dad's, my grandfather's name, my brother's middle name is my dad's name, and just keep going on and on. So we we kept that tradition. So he's got my first name is his middle name. Genius, genius, genius. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right. Yep. So he lands on the uh, IL. I think they're calling it tendonitis. Um, there, he had an MRI. No, nothing structurally was 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 wrong there. For those of you guys who missed it, he was rounding first. And I think he got caught in an oh shit moment. Uh, meaning they got the ball into the infield really quick. He had to slam the brakes on. Looked like his knee buckled. This could have been a lot worse in terms of being out for the year. So I think the the Blue Jays are just kind of. Uh, Playing it safe with him. I think he'll be back soon and probably minimum stay on that IL. They were playing around with, you know, possibly not putting him on there. So I think it's a smart move. But how would you guys pivot if you need a shortstop? Who are some guys that you're looking to add if you needed somebody? Maybe he might be floating around on the waiver wire. Orlando Arcia. I was so against him, so I have to come clean. I have to show my true colors here. I made a mistake. I was a fool. We're going to get all in your face and point out your fault. But Arcia has been the man now. He has been the man for a great portion of this season for the Atlanta Braves on a really good team. And now that I need a shortstop, that I could have picked up Carlos Correa in my home league because that's where I had Bo Bichette. I just wow. traded. Yeah, I went with Arcia instead. Just look what he's doing right now. I mean, the guy is producing more than Carlos Correa. Is. It's just a fact. And, yes, I know things can change, and I always want to be – ahead of the curve. I want to jump on a guy who might be struggling, who I know can turn it around. But right now, RC with the shortstop and outfield eligibility in Yahoo leagues, which is where this league is, I want RC screw Correa. And that's where I'm going here, man. It's pretty crazy, but you got to be able to pivot and change your ways. Don't get locked in and say, never, ever again with that guy. I know, I think Mike has said that. Uh, who's the guy you say never again next year? Oh, Trey Turner. Like, you're so bitter about Trey Turner. Yep. But, you, you know, yep. if Trey starts hitting again, you'd be like, okay, I'm back. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably still in on him. Just not at his <laughs> draft price. <dude. laughs> not that his draft price that he was at this year. But um, he might be at a discount next year. You never know. Britton, what are you doing with, uh, if you had Bo Bichette, who are you pivoting? Do you like a shortstop that might be available on the wave wire? I love Bo Bichette, so I send a small prayer to him. Uh, he's on my auto no league. Love Bo Bichette. But, the guy I would pick up, and Mike, I think you put this in the notes too, so shout out to you, but Chris Renfro of, of the Anaheim Angels. In the past six games, he's batted leadoff every single game. He's third base, short, second, and I think maybe even outfield eligible, and he's kind of been on a good run recently. So I really like Luis Renfro uh, if you need. Um, you talk about Luis um, Rengifo, right? Is that what you're saying? Rengifo, okay. yes. I, I, I do not pronounce the G. I don't know why. I, <laughs> I thought you were saying uh, you were combining assume, Hunter Renfro I'm, and Luis. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. I probably, I probably was uh, somewhat of a speech impediment. Hey, but, you're a good man. You uh, just keep I, doing you, Britton. Uh, yeah, so I say Rengifo. I, I don't know. But uh, also like Zach Neto on that team, too. He's a, he's a full-time shortstop. Great the call. problem is The problem is he bats like seventh, eighth, or ninth. And uh, Ringfro, Ringfro, whatever, uh, bats first. So, obviously, I like it if you're 
uh, batting in front of uh, Shohei Otani every night. This is so Luis Rengifo's game log right here. Luis Rengifo is on a roll. Look at those hits. He's making contact. So that's a good call. These There are options. That's a good news, especially if you're in shallower leagues. There are options. Yeah. yeah Mike, guys. Mike brought it up in the show notes. That was a great call. Genius. Yeah, uh, a couple guys I like, and I think we've already talked about some of these guys already. But uh, again, Tyro Estrada is coming back. He has obviously he's a shortstop. Um, you know, you're going to need somebody to bridge the gap between now and this weekend, but uh, which is not too far away. But you know, probably got one more day to, to fill that hole. But uh, he might be available. Trevor Story's coming back at some point. I know not, a lot of people aren't high on him, but he could be floating around. Um, and then Michael Garcia, Britain. I believe we talked about him on the show not too long ago. Your boy. He's oh, yeah. uh, hitting 300 over the last two weeks. I know the Royals aren't a very good team, but again, he can he can uh, bridge the gap until Bo gets back. Uh, they brought in Luis Urias from the Brewers at the trade deadline. So the Red Sox are trying to bring in another Ooh. middle infielder slash corner infielder who can play multiple positions. Interesting ad. Urias has been injured it a is. lot lately. He's fallen on hard times. The Brewers, Brewers traded Trent Grisham in that big deal in 2019. And, Luis Arias of the Brewers at the time was a key cog, but he just hasn't been able to produce. And I've been really hopeful for him because he's got better plate discipline than he does uh, as a contact hitter. He's more of an OBP guy, but I thought that this guy would thrive. He's still just barely 26 years old, folks. So just remember Luis Arias of formerly the Brewers, now the Red Sox, who also I believe was assigned to Worcester. So he's not even with the big club right now. Yeah, that's an, you're right. It is an interesting ad. Maybe they're hoping to add some depth behind story, or maybe he's not as close as they thought. So, but it's uh, also it's bad good, news for your eyes, Mike, because David Hamilton's there, yeah. uh, and Trevor Story's coming back. There's a lot of uh, also En Manuel Valdez. There's a lot of competing pieces that are similar to the positions that Luis Arias plays. Again, not the one from the Marlins. Here on the Palazzo Podcast, the fellas break down which of the two will thrive in 2024, threads or Twitter, right after this pointless interruption. Yeah, so that's it for the uh, for the catch of the day. I'm uh, glad that we, and again, if you own any of these players like Michael had talked about, even if you have guys that you weren't, like Michael talked about with Orlando Arcia, um, if you got guys that you're looking to pivot off and you lost some of these superstars, this is where we're getting into the meat of the show here. This is where it's important to, again, all hope is not lost. Your season's not over. You just got to be able to pivot and find guys that can bridge the gap between now and when these guys get back, if they get back at all. So um, we'll get back into that in a little we're bit. We're talking about the show, but practice. This is just practice for the final two months, folks. Exactly right. So. Uh, this is, in my opinion, I mean, granted, I don't see, like to see anybody get hurt, but this is where it's kind of fun to kind of pivot and say, hey, here's here's some other guys that I can use and be useful in my league to, again, bridge the gap, get me to the next step, and get me in the playoffs. So. Oh, yeah. Great job, Mike. Good call. We're live here on the Plotzel Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Make sure you follow all the guys on the show. Utah. Britton Allen, 2Ls, 2Ts. Mike. MKB Fantasy on Twitter. I'm at MJ Govier. Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Discord is free. Get in there. That's where we talk football, baseball, everything 24-7. You got a recipe. You got uh, a crisis of faith. We do it all there in the Discord 24-7. Anything you need. Priests, rabbis, uh, counselors, uh, former MLB managers. We got them all in there. Uh, some of that may have not been true. I admit that now. But you're not listening anyways. 
you're just thinking about what you're doing. So who cares? What's next, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, let's do the. You gotta. Hit, you gotta drop my tune here before we get into the return of the Mac. There it is. This is gonna be my walk-up song if I ever make it somewhere. Yeah. Maybe an F Maybe an F or something. Like I'll just make a guest appearance, kind of like wrestling. <laughs> the music drops and I come out there. Bring so. a boombox. I'll come up right behind you. I'll creep up behind you. I'm always doing it. I'm always doing it if Michael's singing the lyrics. So just want to make that clear. That's right. Oh, by the way, Gnostic Baseball says, I'm in the Discord for the Dongs. Gnostic's been crushing it, by the way. Round of applause. He's been giving all these updates in the in-game moments. He got a great review for us, and I didn't even pay him to do it. He just does it because he's that cool of a dude, and he has a passion for baseball. Also, Joe wants to know, what's up, Joe? Airplane mechanics in this uh, Discord? Yeah, we got airplane mechanics in the Discord as well. All right, so return of the Mac, my brother. What's cooking? Yeah, real quick. I want to get into these, and then I want to get into the meat of the show here. Um, Mike Trout takes dry swings. Uh, Britton already talked about it. Still got stitches in there, but he's taking dry swings. Could be back late August, maybe. We'll see. Um, Michael, I know you traded him straight up for Bo, didn't you? That's right. Sure did. Yeah. There you go. So um, Liam Hendricks is out for the year with mm. Tommy John surgery. Man, I feel for the guy. Um, he's going to be out until 2025, I read. So um, the, the guy's had a, a, just a stretch of bad luck. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm so happy for him that he beat cancer. But, you know, obviously this this thing uh, with Tommy John is just a, another bump in the road. But I have no doubt he'll come back. The dude's an absolute dog. He'll come back and be uh, better than ever. So rooting for you, Liam. Keep up the the good work, man, in terms of the recovery process. And uh, I know you'll kick this this, uh, Tommy John surgery's ass as well. So, um, (laughs) Chad says, I know we shouldn't celebrate injuries, but Govier is probably the happiest he's ever been today. Trevor Richards goes to the IL. So people will finally shut up about him closing, LOL. Look, I'm not happy he's hurt. I had him as a holds guy. I just didn't think he would ever close. I know Trevor Richards can never be anything more than a guy who gives you an inning or two. And that's life. Right, Britton? Wait, you know that. People were people were talking about him being the closer. Yeah, sure. After uh the oh, first wow. Romano injury at the All-Star game, people started whispering about oh, Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Dick yeah. Richards. He's not named Dick Richards, by the way. His name's Trevor. <laughs> well, uh, no! next... to hell! <laughs> next guy, uh uh Michael, your guy, Brendan Donovan uh, hits the IL with a right elbow strain. Ah! Uh that kind of sucked. Yeah, um, we already talked about Shane O'Mac with the forearm tightness. Um, and then uh, Trevor Story, Tyro Strato, Strata, and Starling Marte should be all back this week. Um, and then um, we, part of this show also we talked about prospects is and it's something I want to ask you guys on is when might we see Manzardo and Mason win? And are they worth stashing right now? Britton, what do you think, buddy? Uh, I don't think so. Manzardo is definitely going to be next year. Uh, he's got some personal issues going on, and I think he's kind of injured too. So, uh, if we're talking redraft, uh, of course that's you know he's he's next year. Don't don't stash Manzardo. Uh, you know, dynasty keeper. That's a totally different situation. Go get him if you can. I love but, rumors. Uh, Mason Mason Wynn is awesome. He actually was like the international league player of the month for for July. That's how good he was for the Memphis Redbirds. Shout out Memphis, Tennessee. Ooh, yeah. But uh, they're not going to, they're, they're the Cardinals. He's a great player. 
but they're not going to call him up. They're going to manipulate his time. So they'll bring him up in September for the, the old cup of coffee thing to make sure he's still rookie eligible for next year. Cause they want to make, they want to, cause I don't think you have to finish first, you know, like first or second in, in rookie of the year voting. The, yeah. So they get extra draft picks. So that is bullshit. I, I would, I would bet all the tea in China that although he deserves it, they're not going to do it because it's not in the St. Louis Cardinals. Best all the tea in it. China. What is it? 1937. I love, <laughs> I love that. I'm adding that one to my repertoire, Britain. I'm stealing that. One from you. Oh yeah. I love you, Britain. You're the best. Uh, Benjamin Chase, who's our wizard of prospects in the discord. And actually me and him are going to do the prospects power half hour right after the show. He says that, it's not a good time to stash either one and that he's not a really good fantasy guy. Mr. Mason Wynn. Mason Wynn is a great guy, but more of a real life guy than fantasy guy. And you know, Ben knows a lot about Mason Wynn. He's been talking about him for a while. So I would trust what Ben says, but also like Joe said here, Mike Cardinals have three openings on the 40 man. That's a lot of spots right now on the 40 man roster for the St. Louis Cardinals. It is. Yeah. And I'd be interested to see how they fill those slots. Because um, I want I should... to fit in. Who's playing shortstop right now for the cards? Uh, is it so? No. Oh, Always for anyone in the live chat that can figure that out for us. Oh, it's uh, Tommy Edmund. Tommy Edmund nah, is the shortstop right hey. now. Boop. Thank hey, you. I was looking at the, the Mason Wynn, 16 home runs, 60 stolen bases. Uh, in the minor leagues this year with a 270 average. Pretty good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's not, that's, that sounds fantasy. All right, what else? Uh, speed round on this uh, Return of the Max. We can talk about a few things before the show ends because, of course, we always run out of time. That's I was it. late today, blah, blah, blah. That's it. Let's dive into the, uh, the last two months. Call 911! I want to tell you guys, this is where you need to remember what I said here. Guys, Joey Votto had a double-dong game yesterday. That was awesome. The guy's 40 years old, but he plays in a killer park, okay? So don't assume that Joey Votto's done. He's not done. In the short time he's come back, because remember, he missed the first couple months of the season while he was rehabbing shoulder issue. Joey Votto has been someone who has contributed quite mightily 11 home runs, folks, already. And that's in a short stretch of time. So I'm very pro Joey Votto. Obviously, in OBP leagues, he's a little more valuable, but just for power... People get on base and he can crank them in. Joey Votto's a guy that you want to be in business with. He's got a 534 slugging right now. I know it's in limited duty. If you look on the season, he's had how many plate appearances? 134 right here for 2023. 11 home runs and 134 plate appearances. That's damn, damn good. That's like Mark McGuire level consistency with power for sure. So I've made a huge mistake. No, you haven't. If you add Joey Votto, you will not make a huge mistake. It's also worth noting, come come September, Cincinnati has 16 home games. So, yes! and that's a great ballpark, great ballpark to hit in. And he also gets games three with Minnesota, three with Pittsburgh. Um, so again, that might be uh, that might be something to help you out in the in the fantasy playoffs. Good call, Michael. Yes, I love it. All right, who else got somebody? Who you got a piece of advice? You got a player you want to talk about to help close out the final two months of the season? Yeah, I want to talk about somebody real quick or talk about something real quick in terms of just the schedules, not necessarily a player. And we may have talked about this prior in prior shows. I don't think we dove into it a whole lot, but a couple matchups to keep in mind for hitters, right? Chicago, 
the White Sox, I know they haven't been a great team this year, but they have a beauty of a September coming up. Uh, they get three games versus Detroit, three at Kansas City, three at Detroit, and three versus Kansas City and at Washington. So all of those guys, your Luis Roberts, your Eloy Jimenez's, your Tim Anderson's, might be somebody to buy low on. They cannot ask for a better fantasy playoff matchups right there in terms for your hitters and even some of the pitchers like guys like Dylan Cease. I don't so, want just your life. To think about. I kind of I don't know if I want to be a White Sox Britain, but what do you think? You buy in on the White Sox actually producing, even if the schedule's easier. I mean, they're still kind of depressed half the time. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you know, they're getting phone calls from their agent and their girlfriend. You know, you're longer at the or... club, Bob. You're fucking fired. <laughs> That's them on the phone. You know. Yeah, or, or or both. And, you know, these guys are playing for money, right? They're not playing for this year anymore. They're playing for next year. So they're going to play as hard as they can. That's a good and point. And they're also professional athletes. You know, they want their stat sheet to look good. They don't care if they win or lose. But the, so I, if I'm a White Sox player, I'm, I'm – I'm going taking full advantage of uh, that schedule. That's a see. Mike V has this like analytical, you know, numbers practical outlook. <laughs> I was thinking what what I do is totally the the different the opposite, and I go metaphysical. So it, what I do is I go find my my best players on my team, like Acuna, Corbin Carroll, or Spencer Strider, and I go to eBay, and then I buy. <laughs> I buy a card, like here's Ronald Acuna <laughs> off eBay, and then I set it on a little stand. And every night, as I as I kiss after I kiss my daughter's goodnight, I come and I kiss Ronald goodnight, and I say, <laughs> I'll say, see see you tomorrow, uh, Mr. Acuna, you super super stud that's helping me win my league. <laughs> now, is that as good as knowing like? you know, what hitter matchups come up? Uh, absolutely not. But that's just how I, I handle that business. It sounds like and pretty well-worn territory. And, and one quick thing, too, while I was looking at my baseball cards, I unearthed this gem that I bought in 2020. This is Jake Fraley. It's Ooh. called Clearly Authentic 77 of 99 because you can kind of see through it. Tops did it. And it's got his signature on there, and I want to give this away. What to one of one of our live stream, wonderful <gasps> Palazzo people? The first person that posts uh, where Jake Fraley went to college, I will mail this beautiful, wonderful card at my personal expense as a thank you for hanging on the chat with us. Lock it in, Michael. Wow. Britain, the floor is yours. You've just really come through in a major way. We're just tiny people compared to you now. Wow. Look at that thing. See, look, you can you can kind of see through it. It's really cool. I hope nobody posts because I kind of want to keep it. <laughs> is this correct? Spitting Seeds Baseball, Louisiana State University. It is your card, Spitting Seeds Baseball. Congratulations. Oh, Britain doesn't want to give it up, though. There it goes. I love Jake Fraley, and I know you love him too. Spinning seeds says go Tigers. So there you go. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Go Tigers. I did not expect that on the show. I love surprises, Britton. Thank you very much. That was very cool. Oh, yeah. You're a good man. Thank you, Spitting Seeds, for watching. Wait, now I'm down here. Okay. Oh, I don't mind being down here. It's fine. I'll hang out down here. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Britton, do you, did you talk about anything or did you just give a card away? Yeah, you talked about the White Sox I don't schedule. Know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know what I was doing there. So ask, ask Mike V because he has like actionable, real good advice. <laughs> One thing I want to mention real quick to Michael, if I could, is uh, this is where the Palazzo podcast discord comes into play here because there, it's not just like me and Michael and Britain. There are so many great minds in the fantasy baseball space that can help you out uh, and can help you out with roster, roster decisions, who to play, whatever it may be. That's why this it's, it's a community of guys who just know baseball. So yep. um, I really do think that being in the Discord, interacting with us in there, it's going to put you over the top. I really do believe that. So make sure that you guys aren't – if you aren't in there, get in there. Uh, I post links out all the time. I'll post it out after the show again. But um, we're here to help you guys win. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love it. I love the passion. That was what I'm talking about man you're really growing into your own mike all right uh what else mike give us something else I, i'm gonna give us a couple more minutes here we're gonna go a little bit over so uh because i was late yeah well so a couple you know again scour the waiver wire if you guys have players that are injured and again all hope is not lost especially if you lost one of the big timers i know we talked about that earlier but scour the waiver wire look for guys that have either good matchups that you can stream maybe guys that are hot right now like wilmer flores uh, bridge the gap until these guys come back. So again, it's one of those things too, where I, no matter what we're talking about here, it's a constant evolving, you know, thing as we approach, approach closer to the fantasy playoffs. Um, people are in fantasy football mode, Michael, I think you brought that up, yep. right? People are starting to lose interest in fantasy baseball. This is where you capitalize. So, um, be proactive, even if you don't have anybody who's hurt, right? If you have a, a roster position to play with, maybe use it as a stream option. Um, Michael, any thoughts to that? What, what are your What are your advice for folks that are coming into the last two months of the season? What What should they be looking to do uh, to put them over the top or separate themselves from the pack? Well, you're right. Football is uh, creeping up on us. By the way, Ben says Braves only have two three-game series against the Phillies among anyone who currently is going into the playoffs. There you go. A little tip. It's like that. You need to know your schedules, folks. You need to know righty-lefties. You need to know matchups. All this stuff matters. It really does. It matters a great deal. I know football's coming. Fucking Rothfitzberger, the quarterback, was all fucking hug it, chug it, football. Football. All night. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's hilarious. I don't know who that guy is, but he's really funny in that one moment in the movie, which is from Zach and Mary Make a Porno. But, Britton, I think you'd agree with me. I mean, you need to look at your schedules so you can make moves. And I know, Britton, you love draft champions. Drafting holds a lot. But, I mean, you do a show called It's Gone. You do focus on fab and things like that, waiver wires. So it's important to make sure that you look at who's hurt and who can benefit. When I did this week's Groove with Govier, which I didn't even mention in the business time, I didn't pick out every trade, Britton. I just picked out a few trades that I thought were interesting from the deadline and every possible fantasy fallout from the guy who got traded to who's left behind to who gets impacted by the arrival, right? I mean, you got to know all these things. Yeah, 100%. Like, one of the biggest, uh, I think, uh, b- benefits of the, the trade deadline was Andres, uh, Andres Munoz of the Seattle Mariners. Like, did anybody see Paul Seawall getting traded? I, I sure didn't. Now, they got a great haul for him, uh, for Paul Seawall. But so Munoz is going to be the closer from here on out for the C- for the Seattle Mariners, and he's good. So it's little things like that to keep your eye on. But that's the uh, popular play, Brandon. I want to say real quick, Carlos Hernandez of the Royals is where I'd pivot because Scott Barlow got mm-hmm. moved out, and yes, the Royals suck, 
But Carlos Hernandez also has starter pit. He's a spark, so he can be multiple positional depending on the format you play in. That's a guy I want to mention, Carlos Hernandez. Yeah. Everyone talks about Munoz because they were already waiting for it. But go ahead. Sorry. That's what I wanted to say about that. No, you're, you're totally right. Carlos Hernandez is awesome. He's having a great year. He's going to be uh, the closer. And, you know, it's Kansas City, but he's going to get saves. They're going to be save opportunities yeah. because Brady Singer's doing okay. I mean, they, they have ways to Brady win. Singer crushed it and tonight. Bobby, Today, he crushed it. Eight uh, innings. Yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. is killing it. And I know he can't win every game all by himself, but but Mike Govia, you're you're 100 right. That, that's a good point. Carlos Hernandez is the type of player to uh, go get because uh, you know in a 12 team league he's he's probably going to be available. But um, I was wondering if y'all wanted to do a quick Family Feud game. I know we only have a few minutes left. <laughs> uh, and also. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's always such a good time. We, you, you do such a great job. We had a lot of fun playing the last one. I know everybody in live chat wants to play along as well. Uh, I do. When I say Brady Singer, by the way, this is a guy you want down the stretch. He had an eight-inning performance, 4Ks, total dominance today, and he's going to be a guy that you want to be in business with rest of season, okay? Brady Singer, trust me. He has worst part of the season is over. The best is yet to come. And I'm always looking for guys where they were terrible earlier on, you know they've got a track record of being better or their talent says they're better than they've been. Those are the kind of guys you need to look at over the final two months. I'm telling you, okay? That's what matters. Ty France, Ty France is heating up. Ty France has had a really rough go this year, but the best of his season is coming now. It is because a lot of times that's how baseball works. It just works that way, folks. I don't make the rules. I play by them, all right? That's what I need to know. Free Palazzo. That's right. Thanks, Dane. Uh, love extra innings. Okay, yeah, extra innings is fun. Also, Brenda Woodruff is starting officially on Sunday. That's great news for me. Yes! I really need that because I'm hemorrhaging injuries on my home league where I added him recently in that trade deadline deal. I'm, I've lost uh, Bo Bichette, obviously, Jonathan India, <laughs> uh, Brendan Donovan, uh, Jordan Romano, and now Josh Naylor, Byron Buxton. There's a lot of injuries brewing here that are causing problems. But just like I said, for every injury, there's an opportunity for someone else to step in. The other guy I wanted to mention, didn't mention last week, Mike and Britton, is Brendan Rodgers of the Rockies. He came back on Monday. I've been waiting him, waiting for him to return, right? Because he plays at Coors, which is a great place to hit in the summer. Coors. And Brendan Rodgers has power. He's still young. We thought he's lost for the year. He got hurt in spring training. But Brendan Rodgers is back, and he's in the lineup, and he's going to be playing. Also, also worth noting that Colorado has 17 home games in September. So, Coors. Um, playing at Coors, man, you can't you can't beat it. So that's a, I love that call, Michael. Yep. Good, and good, also, good with the trade of Kron and Grichik, Eldahiris Montero finally gets unleashed here. He's got first and third eligibility, depending on what leagues you play in. I really like Montero down the stretch as well. It's another guy. There's a lot of guys who the door is open. You just got to go find them. And we'll try to provide more next week. We'll talk more about it. We'll always be here for you. But let's play a quick game of Family Feud. <laughs> like the Casio version, I think. All right, what do we got today, Britton? All right, guys, I'm going to let you pick. Would you rather do a baseball-oriented uh, family feud or a popular culture uh, family feud? Michael V, Mike V, why don't you pick? Which do you prefer? I'm going to go baseball. It's a baseball podcast I'm going with. I'm going with baseball. All right, that sounds great. 
So last time, I don't know if y'all remember, but last time we did a, a batter, stolen bases. This week, we're going to go with the pitchers. We want to love the pitchers sometime. So we're going to go ahead and give some shout outs to the pitchers. All right. So if y'all would, please go to your browser or whatever and look at MLB teams because, uh, you know, just have it as a reference there to kind of keep get, get your mind going. And we're going to go with American League pitching leaders and strikeouts. So, <laughs> uh, so all you have to do is so just kind of look and before I say who goes first. Just have a look, American League. I'm just going to roll okay, down here. Let's... I'm just ready to rock. Screw it. You're, you're, yeah. you're not even looking. Okay. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to roll. The power of your... the mind. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. I got it wrong before I even answered. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Michael Govier. I'm ready. What is your first guess for American League strikeouts? American League strikeout leaders this season, no doubt about it, Garrett Cole. He is number one. That is correct. Yes. Congratulations. I nailed it. I'm the best. With 157. That was too easy. I mean, come on. I... All right, Mike, try to take it. Steal from me. Come on. What do you got? I'm going to go Kevin Gossman. Ooh. That is also correct. And I, I made a mistake. He, Kevin Gossman is number one with 171. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Gossman. Okay. Mike, that, that is a great, great guess um, for, for Kevin Gossman. Okay. Now it gets a little more complicated. Let's see. Uh, uh, Rangers, maybe somebody on the Rangers, someone on the Mariners. Uh, they've got good pitching. You got to be a good team. Uh, maybe someone on Houston, actually. Uh, American League. Yeah. Uh, pitchers. Uh, I don't know if he's there. Is, I'll take a sh- Is Joe Ryan on the top? That's a good Nailed call. it. Yes. It's a good call. Wow. Fifth, fifth overall at 152. That's a testament to how hot Joe Ryan started. Yes. Uh, yep. He's fallen on hard times, probably hiding an injury, but hopefully this will take care of it. That's for Joe Ryan. Buzzer for Joe Ryan. Just sad. So, so Kevin Gosman, number one. Oh, God. Garrett Cole, number three. Joe Ryan, number five. So the number two and the four American lead picture still on the board. All right, Mike B. Shane O'Mac. He's got to be in there. I don't think he is. He he is not. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I had I had another guest, but uh, I'll let Michael answer. All right, Michael Govier. Oh my God, I didn't answer. Shut up, butter. Uh, okay, how about American League strikeout leaders this season? Uh, uh, he's on the IL now. Uh, think about and, and not to interrupt you, but Shane O'Mac is number sixteen on the wow. list. Ooh. Too much missed Hit time. the wow, dude, button. Wow, dude. Yeah, wow, dude. All right. American League strikeout leaders remaining. I'm going to try somebody. Yeah. What about Luis Castillo? Damn you. That's got to be in there, right? That's number six. Ah! I'm sorry. Ah! Close, close, ah! close, very close. Damn it. All right, Mike V. Let's see. Scott, Your I'm going turn. Through. 
going through the division here. Uh, bu- You've bu- got bu- bu- got American my, I, yeah, League. I know who I want to say now, but let's see if he gets it. American League pitchers, strikeouts. I'm trying to think AL West, maybe. Uh, There's one very, very famous name and one I don't think anyone is going to get, but. One very famous name. Very uh, famous. Might might be a free agent at the end of this year. I don't know. I'm going to say, uh, I have no idea. I'm going to take a wild guess and say, I'm having a blank here. Uh, George Kirby. I have no idea. Mm. That is a great guess. Is it? Uh, but. He, yeah, he's he's outside the top 10, though. All right. Michael, who, who are you going to say? I'm going to go, what about Nathan Eovaldi? Oh, great, that's great a, one. That's a great guess, too. He's also out of the top 10. I know ah! we're, we're crunching on. So I'll just say it. Y'all missed Mr. Shohei Otani? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Man, I can't believe we got one up somehow. Oh, my God, we're idiots. <laughs> yeah. That is so dumb. Yeah, that's probably number, bad. number number four was Otani. Number two, idiots. Pablo Lopez Ooh, for the minute. That's two ah. twins. Two twins. One hundred and sixty-five strikeouts, right below Gosman, right above Garrett Cole. Congratulations, Pablo. Yeah, we should take a lot of shame, Joe, for not Shohei Otani. Good God, I've never heard of this Shohei guy. What's his what What's his deal? <laughs> I think about. I think about him as a hitter. I just so lock in on him as a hitter, I guess. That just proved it, right? Yeah. I mean, we're idiots. That is, uh, I'm embarrassed. Good job. That was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, Britton. I really enjoyed that. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing, Bob. Twitter, Mike Virginia, MKB, Fantasy, and MJ Govier. Make sure you subscribe. YouTube, please review the show. If you've never reviewed the show on Apple and Spotify, we really need five-star reviews. Please, just give us a shot. Take a chance. Discord is free. That's where you get us 24-7. For everybody here, live chatters, you crushed it. Thank you so much. Don't worry. I'll be right back with Ben Chase with the Prospect Power Half Hour, but I'm going to turn it over now to Russell Crowe. Thanks again, everybody. Mike Britton, Govier. Peace. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. (laughs) 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.